0: This episode talks about why technology blockade would just accelerate China's rise. If you are new, this channel is to help you understand why the rise of Asia, particularly China, is inevitable, so that you can also seize the new opportunities. If you are interested to learn more, please subscribe and hit the bell icon. Many people have been worried recently. The United States blocked Huawei from accessing American computer chip technology, working that it will seriously hit the Chinese economy. In fact, this is not a bad thing, but a good thing. Just like America withdrawing from the Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal earlier boosted China's Belt and Road Initiative. Their withdrawal from the Paris Climate Conference helped China gain more say in climate change. Hostility towards Russia helps boost the Sino-Russian quasi-alliance relationship. Not allowed to buy American chips, then Chinese companies can only buy domestic chips. Therefore, Trump has made a great contribution in promoting the rise of China's domestic chips. Many people think that the US ban on Huawei is a bad thing. But it is in fact a good thing. Because from the historical point of view, all the Chinese industries that have been blocked have developed very well. China did poorly in any industry where Westerners technically supported and cooperated with China. For example, the United States has blocked China in nuclear technology. So China became self-reliant and produced nuclear and hydrogen bombs, satellites, and nuclear submarines. In the large aircraft industry, China was isolated but produced large aircraft on its own in just a few years' time. China has been blocked for a long time in aerospace technology and it can land on the moon now. The West has blocked China in fighter jet technology, and China developed fifth-generation aircraft by itself. Europe and the United States have excluded China in navigation technology, and we soon came up with a Beidou satellite navigation system that is even better than the GPS. The 15 countries in the world jointly developed the radio telescope project and rejected China. So China just built the world's largest radio telescopes. Do you see the pattern yet? Whenever the West blocks China, it just comes up with something even better. Moreover, its technological breakthrough speeds are calculated in years, where it took the West decades. This tremendous speed of this technology upgrading is very scary to the West, so they collectively carry out a long-term technical blockade against China. But with China's speed, it will not take long before China surpasses the West in technology. On the other hand, all industries where the West has cooperated with China resulted in the failure of China. The most typical example is the automotive industry, with joint ventures with the West for decades. China's national auto companies have been unable to catch up with foreign auto companies. The same happened in the field of daily chemicals. China's civil aviation industry failed and is just a contractor for Airbus and Boeing for years. In the semiconductor industry with the disintegration of china's independent semiconductor industry chain after the 1980s china has long been reduced to an assembly shop for the western semiconductor industry for a long time china has been called the world's factory because it has been an assembly shop for the global economy many people think this is a compliment and believe that this is the ultimate achievement of china's economy In other words, the Chinese can only do processing and assembly work for the rest of their lives. But this is definitely not the ultimate goal pursued by the Chinese economy, because of the so-called world factory, the so-called global industrial division of labor is a colonial economic system under the leadership of the United States. As mentioned in the previous video, under the colonial economic system dominated by the United States, Americans occupy the commanding heights of the global industrial chain and control most core technologies and industries. The second tier is Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, Europe, and other regions. They are the technical workers for the Americans. The third tier, the specific processing and assembly of products, is the industrial chain link in which China participates. In other words, China is responsible for physical work. In order to convince China and other developing countries to stay in the third tier, Americans invented two sets of theories to brainwash the world. One theory is called market fundamentalism. Another theory is called comparative advantage. Market economy theory holds that, on the one hand, China bears the original sin of not being a true market economy. On the other hand, Developing countries can only do physical work as the result of market competition. When China completes its capital accumulation, it will inevitably seek to do higher-value-added industries. At this time, in order to hinder China's industrial upgrading, Americans promote a set of comparative advantage theories. The theory holds that Chinese people have an advantage in doing physical work because China has a large population and is hardworking. The Chinese and the rest of the world should do physical work since it is their advantage, and developed countries do high-end industries, which is their strengths. Rest of the world should not do high-end industries, nor should developed countries engage in low-end manufacturing. This is clearly a colonial international division of labor. If you think about it seriously, these two sets of theories are contradictory. In a market economy environment, international division of labor is the result of competition, and it is a dynamic result. Using comparative advantage as a static division of labor, structure excludes competition. Americans can allow Chinese to assemble some high-end products for Intel and Boeing. Some Chinese also believe that upgrading from assembling low-end products to assembling high-end products like iPhones means industrial upgrading, economic development, and progress. This is very short-sighted thinking, because even with this upgrade, it is still sweatshop factory work. This is like a prisoner thinking that he has been released from his sentence just because a few more pieces of meat are added to his meal. Real industrial chain upgrade and being at the high end means China is able to independently master the core technology and high-end industry, from research and development to design to assembly system upgrade. Military hegemony is the foundation of the U.S. global colonial system, and technological hegemony is the foundation of the U.S. military hegemony. Why should Americans always seek to imprison and suppress China's industrial upgrading? because the United States relies on an all around colonial system to plunder and enslave the world. It is often said that the United States relies on monopolizing trade routes, energy, and currency. You often hear people say that the petrodollar, dollar financial hegemony are all established through the monopoly of trade routes, energy, and currency, and on this basis, a comprehensive colonial system was established. It is precisely because of the existence of this colonial system that Americans can work less and less, yet have a very high standard of living. How can they maintain a monopoly on trade channels, energy, and currency? Its military hegemony. How does the United States maintain its military hegemony? By relying on the generational advantage of its core technology. In other words, the colonial system that leads us to the monopoly of trade routes, energy transactions, and financial hegemony of the US dollar is based on military hegemony powered by technological hegemony. This is why Americans are so sensitive, tense, and even fearful of China's industrial upgrading. Because of China's industrial upgrading, it is challenging the United States technological hegemony. Once China overthrows the technological hegemony of the United States, the military hegemony, based on technological hegemony, will collapse in an instant. American economic and financial hegemonies built on military hegemony will also collapse in an instant. In other words, China's industrial upgrading, breakthroughs, catch-ups, and surpasses in core technology are nothing but stabbing at the heart of the U.S. global colonial system. Some of you may find it hard to believe that China has already gained the upper hand over the United States and the control of Western Pacific. Let's talk more about one of the key weapons, the DF-17 hypersonic missile that was mentioned in the previous video. Why is this DF-17 so special? Because it is the world's first practical weapon using what is commonly known as water-floating ballistics. It brings two special advantages. First of all, the missile trajectory is not fixed, so it is almost impossible to defend with all existing missile defense systems. The second reason is that the length of time in outer space is extended by way of water floats, so that its range is much longer than that of ordinary missiles. This will greatly reduce the weight and fuel of missiles with the same range, and the cost will also be greatly reduced. It is said that DF-17 was developed on the basis of DF-16, which had a range of 1,500 kilometers, and DF-17 was 2,500 kilometers. If this ballistic technology is added to DF-21D and DF-26, the range may reach 3,500 and 7,000 kilometers, respectively. This will make the entire U.S. military and all aircraft carriers no longer safe within the second island chain in the Western Pacific. After DS-17 was officially unveiled, the top U.S. think tank CSIS summoned the top five U.S. missile suppliers and the U.S. Department of Defense and other military personnel to conduct discussions and reached three conclusions. First the US missile defense system is completely obsolete. The second is that the United States needs at least five years to develop missiles of the same technology. The third is it will take at least 10 years to develop a system that can defend against such missiles. In 10 years time, China would have further upgraded its DF-17. So China's missile technology is basically invincible and indefensible. For the first time in modern history, China possesses superior weapons and equipment compared to all other Western countries. More importantly, DF-17 is just the beginning. Further missile technology upgrades will give the Chinese military the strategic and tactical capabilities to completely crush the US military. In conclusion, in addition to hard work and unremitting efforts, China's technological race has been assisted by American mistakes. Many things that Trump has been doing are objectively assisting China to catch up and surpass America. He forbids China to use American chips, which is equivalent to abolishing the economic colonial division of labor. At the same time, Trump preaches America first and white supremacy, which is equivalent to abolishing the cultural colonial system. It can be expected that the timetable for the collapse of the United States The timetable for China to complete the surpassing will be faster than everyone thought. Creating original content is hard work. Your support is what keeps me going. Please like and share this video and leave your comments below. You can also donate to this channel by clicking the link in the description below. Thank you!